Welcome, this is Jen, and I am the Hourglass Architect. I design tools that help women start and become business owners, all while increasing productivity and efficiency. I aim to help women solopreneurs, just like myself, maximize their time each day and achieve greater financial success. Today we're going to talk about effective time management strategies to balance our priorities in life. Why do you want to develop time management strategies for your priorities? Well, there are several reasons why you might want to. You might want to reduce the stress and have better health. You might want to increase your personal relationships. You might want more time for fun and hobbies. You also might want to advance your career, be able to make better decisions. Um, You might want to open yourself to more opportunities that are out there to be more creative or to accomplish more in your day and in your life. So time management is all about balancing priorities. First, you need to decide what your priorities are. These might change over time, but your core values will probably always stay the same. And this goes back to the question that we asked last week that you want to know, do you work to live or do you live to work? That's the question that you should have answered last week. And if you work to live, then you need to really define what your core values are and what your priorities are. Your core values are things that are important to you. They're what you believe in and what you stand for. For example, are you spiritual or agnostic? Those are pretty solid core values that you have. They might change over time, and that's fine. There's, it's something inside of you that you feel deeply. Uh, another example would be, do you feel the need to spend every night having dinner with your spouse and your kids Or do you feel more value in working to create the financial stability for your spouse and kids? There are two totally different priorities that you need to decide which is more important to you. You need to take a moment and write down what your core values are and what your priorities are. While you're going through this exercise, try to avoid thinking about having to make money or writing down, I need a job so I can make X amount of dollars. And also try to avoid what your title is for your job, kind of your status symbol in society. You want to avoid labeling yourself Your core value could be having a solid foundation and strong family unit. Your priority could be having dinner every night with your spouse and your kids. You've created the core value of family. You've created a priority of having dinner with your family. Those two pieces fit together very well. If your core value is your family and having a solid family foundation, then you can't have priorities being work all the time. You need to set a higher priority for your family. 
to be able to be there for them and listen to them and care for them, knowing what your priorities are, you can then start to manage your days around those priorities. So you should really take the list that you created and even rank your priorities of what are truly most important to you and why and your core values and how they match up. Things will start to fall apart if you overestimate how much you can do in one day, which is why organizing and time management skills are so important. You should limit yourself to small things each day that align with your priorities just to get you started and get into the habit. Then everything you do over those small things, that's just a plus. It's an added benefit. It's an added win that you have for the day. So for example, if your priority is your family and seeing your kids before they go to bed, that 30 minutes that you can take every night before they go to bed is valuable to you and to them. You could read to them. You could sing them a song. You could play a game with them. There are a lot of things that you can do with your kids for 30 minutes before they go to bed that they'll remember and they'll cherish and they'll hold on to. You've created a time that is special and time is valuable. Just start small. Start with 30 minutes. If that's all you have at the moment, that's enough right now. Add on as you can. And the more your time management skills improve and the more you're able to work your schedule, the more time you will have for things that are more important to you as far as your priorities are. Another example is that if your marriage or your relationship is top priority and you want to have that time together, then you need to schedule time without distraction. So say you want to have dinner together every night then put the cell phone away, turn off the TV, stick to eating at the table, and have meaningful conversations every evening together. At first, you might not know what to talk about, but you came together and you got together because you had common interests. Slowly, when you put away the cell phones and you're not social scrolling and you're not paying attention to the news or TV show that's on you start to remember the person that's sitting across from you and the conversations are a lot more meaningful at that point. You could be at a completely different point in your life. You could be a recent college graduate and your priority is actually establishing a good career foundation. When you start to incorporate time management skills, you might realize that you need to limit your social interactions during working hours to focus solely on work. If you're trying to build your career and advance your career, you want to limit making plans for after work. During working hours, you want to limit texting friends or social scrolling. Those things all need to be kept to after working hours. Know that you're giving a smaller amount of your time to your friends and be okay with that because you're giving more valuable time to establishing your career. That's where you're you're at at this point. You need to build your career. You're at work for you. This is your life and you're focusing on being productive in a new career and showing your managers and your workplace 
how much you know and how much you are willing to learn and what your potential is. So it's very important to limit that outside social interaction and not let it get into where you should be focusing on work. That might not be the only reason why your top priority is work. A top priority could be work because you're starting a small business and you need to really focus on that and dedicate a lot of time to that. Throughout your life, you will always reevaluate priorities, and especially when you have major life changes. If you are just a recent college graduate, you're not in a relationship, and you started a new job, that new job is a big life change, and it's going to have impacts that you're not realizing are going to happen. You're going to be possibly moving to another part of the country. You need to make new friends. You have to get new doctors. You're finances have changed. You need to evaluate how you're going to use those finances and and budget your time and money. Then you might have to reevaluate priorities if you meet somebody and you're going to get married. Then you need to reevaluate is work a higher priority or is my new spouse a higher priority? Who and what is your top priority? Is it your spouse? Is it work? Is it mutual work is a top priority in your relationship? This is important. When you maintain communication about this, then you know if it's beneficial or if it's not beneficial. Is it working for the other person in your relationship or is it not working? Communication is key. You Use it to strengthen or weaken a relationship. You've got to communicate. Then again, you might reevaluate priorities when you have kids, if you have kids. Now you have a spouse, you have work, and you have kids to balance. Which ones are your top priorities? What order do they come in for you? This goes back to your core values, your core values and your priorities together. If this happens to be where you're at, know that these are the pressure cooker years. Everything is high stress. So understanding your core values and your priorities will help you balance your days. And your time management is going to come in handy if you develop those skills and strategies to help with those priorities. You want to balance your priorities so that you can get a lot done and still be able to give where you can give. Once you understand what your priorities are, you might start seeing time in your day that's spent on things that are wasteful or things that just don't add to your priorities or actually things that subtract from your priorities. This is the point where you need to make intentional and ruthless cuts to things that take away from your important priorities. This is important. What I mean by this are things that don't contribute to the value that you place on your top priorities. So things that are urgent tend to be other people's problems, other people wanting or needing your time. These urgent tasks are not adding value to your important priorities. If, for instance, you have a friend that calls you up one day and says, do you have a truck? I need to move out of my apartment. Can you come help 
move my furniture out. It will only take about a half an hour just to move it across town. In that half an hour, you were supposed to have dinner with your spouse. If you take that half an hour and help your friend, yes, you are being a friend and you're being helpful. However, you've just taken away 30 minutes from your spouse that you set as a high priority. If this conversation had happened a week before your friend had to move, you might have been able to plan around it and your spouse would understand and it's a nice friendly thing to do. However, when it happens as an urgent request and it's right away, then you're taking time away from something that has already been planned and then you put your top priority on a back burner. So things that are urgent and need to be done right away tend to be other people's problems and they want you to help solve them. This also relates to your workplace. So how often do you check your email? Do you check it constantly? Is your email notifying you every time a new message comes in, like the little pop-up box on your screen? Instead of constant monitoring your email, then maybe think about just monitoring it every hour. Check your email once an hour. Check your email three times a day. Because those urgent items that come in, sometimes they can actually be resolved on their own. The person that sent the email will realize that they can solve the issue on their own. Without getting the notifications that a new email came through, you actually are able to focus your dedicated time on the project at hand. If you're in the flow and you're creating something and you're working on a project and you're going and all the creative juices are coming and all of a sudden you get an urgent email pop up that you've got to work on something, your flow has just been broken. This thought process, the creative process has stopped. After you complete that urgent task that came through, it's going to take you quite a bit of time to actually get back in to the flow that you had before. And you might not even have the same creative ideas that you did earlier. Had you turned off all notifications and just focused. So remember that those urgent items need to be put aside until you can finish what you're working on. Give yourself some dedicated time so you can be in a flow and get things accomplished. Another time management skill that everyone needs to practice and learn is saying no. This can be hard if you're used to saying yes to everything, but saying no is extremely important to be able to manage your time wisely. When somebody asks you to do something, then remember your priorities. Do a quick rundown in your head what they are, and then think about the question that was asked. You might need to skip the social networking to go home to your family. Say no to the extra project at work that might require additional hours if it's important for you to get your creative project complete. For example, your manager asks you to work on a totally new project, yet you're still trying to create a logo. 
say no to the new project that you just don't have the bandwidth, if you need to use the buzzwords. You don't have the time in your day to be able to do that until you get the logo created. No is a perfectly acceptable answer. Place value on your priorities and stick to them. Place value on your time. There might be times that you need to say yes to a task that your career requires, and it's over and above your time commitment for your job. This is normal, and this happens. This happens in every job. Don't make a habit of it. Be intentional about when this is and communicate with all the parties. Communicate with work. Communicate with your spouse or family and rebalance where you can during the time that that extra task needs to be done. And, you know, I talk about how time is money. Sometimes you just need to say no to a social event if you know that spending time with the creative project you're working on is going to bring you money. Balance your time and your priorities. If it's more important for you to create that project that's going to bring you money, then you need to say no to the social event. You can't do it all. When you do it all, you are going to burn out. You're not going to be in balance. Things are going to start to give. And that's not what you want. You want your priorities to feel in balance. And you generally are going to have more than one priority. Your family and work can both be priorities. One is going to take a higher priority than the other. This is where you always need to reevaluate what your priorities are. Another strategy that I have for you is to create a don't list. We all have endless to-do lists, and they can be overwhelming if we let them. But what we don't have are a list that contains things that we don't want to do. And these are things that are not adding to your top priority. If you don't want to do something, maybe you should put it on your list to remind yourself not to do it. If you want to say no to mowing the lawn and hiring someone so that you have more time to spend doing a hobby or spend time with your spouse or spend time with your kids. If you want to say no to the Thursday social networking so you can have dinner with your family, put on the list that if you need to say no to an extra project at work that would lead to to overtime hours. So many times our to-do lists are just leeches of our time. The things that we put on those lists are all the little mini tasks that we think need to get done. And then we might have a to-do list of things that we want to get done around the house. And all of these are great things, but sometimes they're not helping our top priorities and what we need to focus our energy on. So sometimes creating a don't list will keep you from overextending your time in areas that you don't need to. You can also put small things that are work-related on your don't list, like saying no to messages that you get after working hours so that you can focus on the hobbies that you love. So you have a good work-life balance. That is important. Another time management strategy that I have is to actually think before you react to something. The reason why I say that this is a time management strategy 
is because a lot of things can happen where issues work themselves out or instead of making a quick decision and having to redo work, you have a thoughtful decision and the work takes half the amount of time. So if you're prone to have the answer right away, you should take some time to think about what the question is, ask more questions, what is the project, evaluate how it's going to impact your priority. This gives you time to have a thorough thought process and a thorough response and one that's more engaging without the emotions that might be caused by stress. For example, if someone at work asks you to take on their project that they're working on and your first reaction is, no way, I can't do that. I don't have the time for that. Instead, take a step back, ask what it is that they might need help with, why do they need help, and what is the project? Evaluate what they have to say. They might not want you to take on the entire project, They might just not know how to approach another colleague. They just might need your expertise in how to ask someone else a question to get the answer that they need. If you don't react and you just take time to think before you react, you might not have an issue at all. It's possible that there is no issue, that that other person can figure it out before you need to fix it. So that's another part of the urgent requests. Somebody might send you an email that's an urgent request that they need you to help fix something. If you give them time and you don't react right away, when they think it's urgent, they might find the answer themselves, fix their question themselves. Then you don't have to. It's not something that's on your plate. You've managed your time. When you think before you react, it gives you time to understand what your priority is, and it helps to clarify what actually needs to be done. Maybe you don't need to do that task at all. Maybe before you spin your wheels on a task, you get to think it through and see how it could be changed before you're making constant changes for a longer amount of time. You can also separate your priorities and you can separate them by weeks or months or seasons even. If you want to learn a new skill and you know that that's a high priority for you, then you say, you know, in the spring, I'm going to learn Excel and all the ins and outs of Excel so that it will help me in my job, in my career, and just in my personal life. And then in the summer, I'm going to take the summer off and not learn a skill. My priority will be just relaxation. So you can separate priorities based on time frames. You might also say that I'm going to give a higher priority to social time during the winter months because I know I need that time. There's less sunshine and I need more social interaction. So you know that during the winter time, that's a higher priority for you. Maybe in the fall, working longer hours is a higher priority for you because you make more money and you need money for Christmas. It's your decision. Priorities are based on your life and what is important to you and what your core values are and how those all align together. 
So learn to shift focus during critical times so that you can fully relax when it's time for a break. And then eliminate multitasking for priorities just so that you can be in the moment with your top priority at the time. That's all I have for today. Those are a few strategies that I have right now to help you evaluate and prioritize your time, your values, and your priorities and what's most important to you. Next week, we'll talk about how to take control of your time based on those priorities and managing your day. For now, have a great rest of your day and we'll see you next week. 